Alright, what's going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. How we doing? How the hell are you on a Tuesday? Today is the 20th, September 20th, 2022. What's going on out there? How we feeling? Let me get adjusted here. I got a new microphone set up. Hang on. Hang on. Oh, no. Dropping stuff here. All right. How's that sound? How's that set up? I got a new microphone for the desk. I didn't like how the last one sounded. So when I do these shows from the office, this is the microphone I'm going to be using from now on. So what's going on? How's it sound? What's happening out there? All right. We are ready for today's show. Ready for Tuesday. I really don't have much of a structure for today's show. Usually I like to have like an outline and at least know what's happening. But I'm going to go over a couple games. I've been handicapping. I'm going to go over my thoughts on some early college football games, two of them. And then just talk about a few things that have come up recently that I want to hit on. So... Uh, let's start off with the handicapping. Uh, Ohio State-Wisconsin. I've been looking at this game. Ohio State currently 18-point favorites at home this weekend against Wisconsin. I am learning Wisconsin, or I'm leaning Wisconsin early. A lot of the power rating numbers are leaning that way. And I've got major question marks about if Ohio State can pull away and if Wisconsin can stop Ohio State's pass attack. Those are like the two main things I'm looking at because I think everyone's, everyone's overreacting too much to uh, Wisconsin losing at home to Washington State. I know that was a bad game, bad look, but Washington State's actually a little bit better than people thought. Wisconsin didn't play that bad in that game. If you go back and look, they just were bad on third downs, a couple of stupid mistakes. Like They played about as poorly as they could, and trust me, the market reacted. Meanwhile, Ohio State... They've started very questionable. You know, I, I think that in terms of expectations, while well, I know in terms of expectations, they have not performed well. I think they're 0-3 against the spread. And when they're expected to score points, I mean, look, Ohio State is not your Urban Myers Ohio State. And so a lot of the historical data that's fed into Ohio State, I don't think is applicable anymore. And that's a good point. This is the last week in college football that I think we're going to get to use the angle of too much historical data being applied, right? There's not enough handicapping and adjusting, in my opinion, that goes on in in the sportsbook's point of view up to this point in the season. Now, what I've seen the last couple of years is starting week five, that kind of goes away. So this is the last week that we get an opportunity to fade or buy on teams that are still being too much uh, that, are, that are still using too much of stats from last year and years prior into this year's results. And I think that's what we have with Ohio State. And look, in terms of Ohio State's offense, they're not completely horrible. I just look at certain factors and I see an offensive line that ranks 52nd in power success rate. That means third down, fourth down, and less than three, are you able to run the football and, and have a successful run? Ohio State, typically a top 20, top 10 team in that category, number 52 this year. Uh, In sack rate, right? They are a top 10 team in terms of sack rate, but when it goes down to passing down sack rate, that falls down to 23rd. So again, 23rd, not horrible, but now we expect to see uh, an Ohio State team. Wisconsin, I think can have, they can do enough to catch Ohio State off guard. My one thing here is, what is that Wisconsin secondary going to look like? Can they be worn down? That's what I still have to do a little bit more work on, but that's what I'm narrowing down to in that handicap is Ohio State, I just don't think they're where they need to be offensively. And with Wisconsin, I think if they can move the football at least somewhat you know, conservatively, they're going to be fine with this 18 points. I just worry about their secondary. Now, I think, again, 
everyone's overreacting to Wisconsin against Washington State. Now, did they look great that game? No, they got shut out in the second half. But there were a lot of things that can be changed. When I look at the analytics, their offense played fine. Their defensive line played fine. They lost 17-14. They didn't give up too much defensively. It was they, they were inept second half offensively. But they didn't make a ton of mistakes. Graham Mertz had the interception. But I would argue they threw the ball way too much. Need to get back to running the football. Uh, Braylon Allen, Shez uh, Malusi, you know, like these guys are going to be able to, I think, pick it up and have a much better showing than they did against Washington State. So Wisconsin is still two and one. They're two wins, not against good teams, New Mexico State and Illinois State. But what, by a, a combined score of, what is that, 104 to seven? I mean, folks, we're overreacting to this to this Wisconsin team because of the Washington State loss. Wasn't a good look, but this is an overreaction. Also, I believe it's just built in. People see Ohio State. People think about what, the, what these teams have done in the past. But as I said earlier, the historical data with Urban Meyer and the recent teams, that's not what we're getting this year from Ohio State. This is not the classical Ohio State Buckeyes. They're not doing well against the spread, not moving the football. I mean, what they were... 42-point favorites against Arkansas State. They barely scored 42 points. Okay, they won 77-21 last week against Toledo. I'm not buying in, though. Look at the 21-10 game against Notre Dame. That says, in my opinion, a lot more about Ohio State than it does Notre Dame, and that's an average Notre Dame team that we're seeing at least so far in the season. So those are my early thoughts. Oh, getting a little far away from the microphone. This one's different. I got to keep it closed. Sorry about that. Uh, so having said all that, I do lean early Wisconsin, plus 18. I'm actually going to make the, make the buy because I don't see it going up to 20. And if it does creep down past 17, 16, we've got a good number. And look, worst case scenario, we can always buy off the 18 at minus 110. So uh, we're going to go Wisconsin right now, plus 18 against Ohio State. I know it's a tough to take uh, a bad team, quote unquote, against Ohio State, but I like the number at plus 18. Sorry about that. I got a little off the microphone. That's easy to do with the old one. So I'm, I'm going to keep it tight here. Keep it moving. Keep it tight. Uh, other game I'm looking at is Minnesota at Michigan State. This is an interesting game. I lean Minnesota minus two and a half. I just have a really tough time getting there with my power rankings. I've got Minnesota about five to six points better. Let's call it five and a half points better than Michigan State. Okay. So if you call Michigan State's home field about three points, that gets us right to two and a half. Now, what's the issue with that? You may say, well, Tyler, the line's two and a half. You have two and a half. What's the issue there? The problem is where there's no value. If the line's the same as what we have, there's by definition not value left. We only make lines where we think the line, or we only make bets where we think the line is wrong enough to give us value. So if I take Minnesota minus two and a half, what that's saying is I think Minnesota should be at least minus three, and it's tough for me to get there with the power rankings. Also, I think this is a bit of a square play because Minnesota's looked amazing, just blew out a couple teams. They looked nothing but spectacular this year. And Michigan State just lost, didn't cover on the road against a uh, uh, Washington team where a lot of square betters out there had Michigan State. So the public sentiment today is, oh, fade Michigan State, bet on Minnesota. So I feel like I'm with a lot of squares with this pick. That's why more work needs to be done. But early right now, I do lean Minnesota. And this is more of an X's and O's play. I think Minnesota will be able to run the football consistently, which is what Michigan State actually wants to stop. And when Minnesota does do that, they're going to be able to run play action and open up Michigan State's defense to the point where big plays could be in the 
in the game plan for Minnesota, a team that typically doesn't rely on big plays. So there's a lot of ways I could see Minnesota covering this spread. I just think it's tricky. Now, the other reason we're, we're going to go with Minnesota here is because two and a half is still a dealable number. I'm okay with two and a half if I think the line should be one and a half or two. This was a very similar situation to last week's uh, Florida State game. Okay, I had Florida State minus 1.75. The market had a minus two and a half. I still took Florida State for the X's and O's factor just like this. This is an X's and O's handy play or handicap. <laughs> an X's and O's play. It's been a long day, folks. Uh, an X's and O's handicap for me. And I just think Minnesota is going to have too much to deal with for Michigan State. I also think Minnesota's defense will be able to stop Michigan State and what they like to do. So early leans. I like Wisconsin plus 18. I like Minnesota minus two and a half. Stay tuned. I'm going to have thoughts on that later in the week, but let's go ahead and add those. I will currently be having both those bets in my portfolio uh, on a Tuesday. All right, uh, let's get out of here. Uh, I mentioned earlier the one thing I wanted to hit, which is this is the last opportunity. A lot of us are going to have betting teams where the sports books are slow to react. And uh, an easy way to do this is go back, look at specific teams, what their preseason win total was, and look at where they are right now. And you'll find certain teams like Kansas who have really exceeded expectation, maybe some value on Kansas left. Uh, teams like Utah State who have really fallen short of expectation, maybe still some room to fade them. Historically, what I've seen is this is the last week we can do that because it kind of goes away after week four, but I think it's still a real thing heading into this weekend for college football. So, all right, that is for today's show. Good luck, whatever you have going on today or tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Sports Betting Daily.